everyone, you can have a seat. Okay. Hello, parents. In each week in Kid Crossing, we like to watch KCTV to help us make great friends and learn about Jesus. Today, you get to be part of Kid Crossing. I bet that's fun for you, parents, because your service is kind of boring. <laughs> in order to help us make great in in. Help us learn the Bible today. Let's check out this week's episode of KC, KCTV. Kids! And are those grown-ups? Hello, Crossroads, and welcome to KCTV, where we want to make great friends and learn about Jesus. Now, all you grown-ups, this might be a little strange for you. That's okay. Just go with it. Most weeks, we call one of our friends to have a little chat. So today, we're going to call our friend Wally and see what he is up to. So let's give Wally a call. <laughs> Brandon Lou! Kids! Hi! Hello, Wally. And today, we have all the grown-ups from church here with us, too. Wow! Brandon, you had better clean up your act if all the grown-ups are watching. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. Th thanks for that. Uh, how is your ninja training going? Well, actually, after the unfortunate nunchuck debacle that happened last week, the doctor told me I need to take a break. No more ninjas for me. For a while. The unfortunate nunchuck debacle? Yes! You mean when you hit yourself in the head multiple times with nunchucks? Well, that, that is one way to describe it. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of, did you give those back to your uncle? Yes, yes, yes. Do not worry. I am safe-ish. Ish? Remember the reason why we started ninja training in the first place? If you say to protect your mustache, to protect myself from my arch nemesis. Oh no. Jeff the Jaguar. Wally, that is not at all why we started to do ninja training. Remember, we wanted to take off our old self and put on the new, created to be like Jesus. I mean, yes. We thought ninja training would help us with that. Like last week, the training helped us to take off lying and put on honesty. Yes, exactly. So so that I could be honesty about how much I hate Jeff the Jaguar. The intrepid rascal. Uh, Wally, why, why, why do you dislike Jeff so much? He is actually a... Don't you say nice guy, Brandon. Don't you better not. Don't you do it. Oh, boy, I don't like that Jeff the Jaguar. I mean, he's a... He is mean. He is my arch nemesis. 
enemy number one. <laughs> yes, 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 Wally, but why? Well, 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 Brandon, a few years ago, he stole my pumpkin muffins and filled them with teriyaki and fish liver flavored cream cheese. Ah! How did he recognize those flavors? And then, one year, he got me a stuffed animal for Christmas. Oh, well, that sounds nice. Yes, but it was a penguin. Those angry, flightless birds don't like and they're so angry and jealous because they cannot fly. Penguins. Penguins? Worst of all, one time, he tried to shave my glorious mustache. Well, Wally, that is too far. I, I agree. Um, but Wally, have you ever wondered what the Bible says about how we are supposed to treat our enemies? Nope. But I'm sure you are about to tell me to destroy him. Well, Jesus said a lot of pretty crazy things. And one of the craziest things he ever said, we're going to talk about today. Listen to these words of Jesus. In Matthew 5, verse 43, Jesus said, You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. See, I've heard that. That sounds right. Hold on, Wally. He wasn't finished. Check this out. But I say, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Whoa, 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 wow. Wowza, Lulu, Brandon. But I... But I really hate him! Yeah, and and who is that hurting right now? Well, sometimes I want to go and hurt him. All this time and energy you spend thinking about how much you dislike him, is that helping you or hurting you? It's... It's hurting. Exactly. That's why we need to take off hate and put on love. Because hate stops us from loving. Hmm. But Brandon, how? How can I go and do that? Hmm. Maybe our ninja training can help. Uh, Grown-ups, each week we have been doing some ninja training with our friends Nun and Chuck. Wait. Their names are Nun, Chuck, like, like Nunchuck? Wally, maybe they can help us. So let's go check out Nun and Chuck's ninja skills training. Wally's having a hard time because he was so focused on hating someone. And hate, hate's a very strong word, a word that most of us probably don't, don't use or don't want to use, right? We don't want to hate people. But often, kind of what happens, right, Levi, is we kind of dislike people. Or maybe someone does something mean to us, or they do something mean to a friend, and then we just focus on all the negative parts of that person. And I think that's a little bit about what was going on with Wally. So, Levi, I'm going to ask your question. Who Use your mic. Who remembers Wally's arch nemesis is? 
Wow, he's growing up so pretty smart, Levi. That's pretty good. That's right, Jeff the yeah, Jaguar. Better than the kids. <laughs> Can anyone remember why Wally doesn't like the Jeff Jaguar? Mm, this one's tougher. Why doesn't Wally like Jeff the Jaguar? <laughs> we got a penguin. We got the stuffed animal. Somebody said something about cream cheese. Yeah, good job, right? Oh, pretty good answers. Well, who is hurting in that video? Wally, right? Yeah, that's not good. It's really hard to love our enemies, isn't it? It's very, very hard. Well, in that video, they mentioned the ninja skills training video. So, Levi, do you think maybe that can help us out? Yeah? yeah? All right, let's, let's watch our friends nun, nunchuck. Hi! Yeah, it's just a little scratch. You are in full body bandage. There is no way that that's just a scratch. You tell me who did this to you. Who did this? Oh, well, you see, Dragonfire. Dragonfire did this? He's the worst. You know what? That's it. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. He, ooh, I've got it. First, I will take Dragonfire's uniform and rip it to shreds. Um, none. Wait. Hold on, Chuck. I've got something else. Hiya! I'm gonna dunk his uniform into pink paint. He hates pink paint, and I hate dragon fire! None! You got it all wrong. When you asked who did this, I thought you meant the bandage. Wait, he hurt you and then bandaged you up? No, no, no. We were getting ready for a sparring match, and I was putting on my uniform. I tripped over my belt, did a front flip, and landed on the weights. I couldn't move a muscle. My dude Dragonfire came to my rescue, helped me up and got the first aid kit, and here I am. He helped you? That's so cool that he did that. And there I was, hating him. I feel so bad. It was so easy for me to just hate Dragonfire. None, it's important to take off hate and put on love, even when it seems like that person was wrong. Dragonfire turned out to be one cool ninja after all. You are so right, Chuck. I'm glad that he fixed you up, and pretty soon, you'll be good as new. Oh, mommy. Once he gives, he gets this huge crowd. Everyone shows up, all these people. And in the middle of this, it's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's one of the best sermons. Go read it this week. Matthew chapter 5 is where it starts. In the middle of it, Jesus says these crazy words. Now, kids, we talk about this all the time, right? Like, Jesus says some crazy stuff, like some really wild, out there, crazy stuff. And all month long, we're talking about taking off some of the bad things in life that we don't want and then putting on some of the good things. Well, Jesus says something crazy. Jesus says, you've heard to love your friends, love your neighbors, love the people that are kind and good to you, and hate your enemies. That sounds pretty normal, right? I think we've all, you know, kids, grown-ups, we've all kind of felt that before, right? It's easy to like the people that are nice to you, and it's easy to dislike the people that are mean to us. That's not the crazy thing Jesus said. Jesus says we're supposed to I don't even like saying it because it's so hard. Love our enemies. Ah! 
That's crazy. Jesus wants us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you, which is like people that are mean to you, bullies. So we think back to that Wally video. Who was hurting in that video? Wally, right? What does hate do when I sit here and I spend my time focusing on, oh, I don't like this person. They did this and it was so mean. And then we were in class and they kept doing annoying things. And then we were at work and they kept sending me, they kept replying all to emails. Oh, they're just so annoying. Who's that hurting? Me, right? If you're taking notes, number one, I, I think, is hate hurts. It hurts. It hurts us. It hurts the people around us. When we have this hate, when we have this strong dislike in our lives, all that happens is all the people around us get hurt, ourselves included. That's why I believe Jesus wants us to take that off, because he doesn't want us to hurt. The band's going to come back out, and they're going to play a couple more songs. Isn't it so amazing having the kids up here? Maybe I'm a little biased, because two of them are mine. But I think it's pretty great. Um, while they're coming out here, that verse that Jesus says is one of the only things in the Bible that you can only find in the Bible, which might sound weird. But other religions, they have their different sacred texts and books and stuff. And a lot of them, you can find things about loving your neighbor. You can find things about prayer being important. You can find things about all of those. But what you can't find anywhere is a book that says we're going to take love to crazy, radical extremes. We're going to love so much that we're not just going to love the people that like us. We're going to love our enemies. And as hard as it is, we're going to talk about it again in a few minutes, as hard as it is, how awesome that we love and serve a God that says we're going to love so much that we're even going to love our enemies. I Love that. That's awesome. All right. You got it? You got it. All right, I'm going to get out of the way. Get them. It may seem strange, but in order to become a true ninja warrior, one must master the art of love. Loving people who are not like us is not an easy assignment, but with God's help, we can learn to take off hate and put on love just like Jesus did. In the book of Luke, a man who was an expert in the law stood up to Jesus and asked, how can I have eternal life? Jesus asked the man what he thought the answer was. He said to love God with all your heart and also love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. Jesus told him he was right and went on to explain who his neighbor was by telling this story. There was once a man traveling to Jerusalem, and while he was on his way, some robbers attacked him, took all that he had, and beat him. He was lying near the road in need of help when two men walked by on the other side of the road. The first man was a priest, and the second was a Levite. Although you would think both of these men would have stopped to help the traveler, neither one of them did. But when a Samaritan passed by, he saw the hurt man lying on the road. He felt sorry for him and decided to show love by helping him bandage his wounds. The Samaritan put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn and paid the innkeeper two silver coins to watch over the man. 
Jesus finished the story and asked which one of the three men was really a neighbor to the hurting man in the story. The expert in the law replied that the Samaritan was the neighbor. He was the one who had shown love. We can all show love by remembering 1 Corinthians 13. It tells us that love is patient and kind. Love does not want what belongs to others, and it does not become easily angry. To become a ninja warrior, you must learn to take off hate and put on love. Love your enemy. I love this story. Uh, it's one of the many parables of Jesus. A parable is a made-up story with a purpose. In other words, Jesus would tell this, this make-believe story in order to help teach something, in order for all of us to try and learn something. So let's try and learn this story together. So I'm going I'm to need some help with this one. This is going to be a very interactive Sunday, in case you haven't noticed that already. So I need about four volunteers, I think. So let me raise your hand. Who wants to come up here and help me? Don't all volunteer at once. All right, Tori, come on up. Who else? All right, is that Huck up there? Come on down. Derek, come on up. All right, come on up. Perfect. All right, so first person, I need, uh, I need, need a couple more. Let's see. You got voluntold. Come on up. You can be perfect for this role. All right. Everybody, come on over here. Come stand over here. Come on up. Come on up. Everybody stand right here. Perfect. All right. Okay, you stay over there. Okay. All right. Huck, you're going to be the, the guy in the character. So you're going to go on a journey down the road to I forget the city we're going to because I have a great memory. You ready? You're going to start walking this way. Go ahead. And this random mean adult man is going to come beat you up. Oh, no! <laughs> Perfect. All right, Huck, you've been beaten up. There you go. Lay down. We're going to hit him with a shovel. Ah! I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Huck, you know I would probably not do that. All right. So first person that comes walking by, Huck, you're laying. You're dead, man. Get, come here in the middle a little bit more. Come on. All right. Be, like, almost dead. Perfect. Awesome. All right. First person that comes and walks by is... A priest. A priest. Tori, you're a priest. Look very priestly. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's perfect. So priest, he works in the temple. He's a, a servant of God. He's a leader in the community. Someone that you would think, he's going to do the right thing, right? So Tori, you're walking down the road. All of a sudden you see your fellow Jewish man laying down here, almost dead. <laughs> Give me, give me a big, help me, sir. <laughs> help. And Tori, the priest, is going to stop and help, right? He's going to stop and... No. He says, too bad. And walks on by. How are you feeling right now? Angry. That's good. I like that. All right. Next. Nora, we have a Levite. That's like a, a weird word that we probably don't know what that means. What that means is you are a temple assistant. You help at the church. You help, you're one of the main leaders for Kid Crossing. You're like Derek. We should have flipped roles here probably. But you know what? That is what you do. You help the church. You do so many things for the church. Awesome. Ready? You're going to go. Come on, we're going to walk this way. You're walking down the road. And you see your fellow Jewish person on the ground you help out so much at church, you're for sure going to stop and help, right? 
Say, say, too bad, dude. Perfect. Good job. And you just keep walking by. Good job, Nora. How are you feeling now, Huck? Angry-er. I heard a big, oh, come on. Next, we have a Samaritan. Some of you know this story. You know the context. You know Samaritans and Jewish people. We did not mix. When we talk about hatred, there was some serious anger and hatred going on. We're not going to get into all of the reasons why, but they were two groups of people that, I mean, like, think Michigan and Ohio State fans. <laughs> but way worse. Think <laughs> Michigan and Michigan State fans. This is it's a big week for us, Derek. We can't talk, can't talk to you this week. Think that, but like times 100. Whereas if his family found out that he was talking to a Jewish person, they wouldn't talk to him anymore. This was big time. No way. So as Derek comes walking down the road, there's no way he's going to stop and help, right? The man sees him coming and he's like, oh no, he's just going to kick me in the face. Give me a big oh no. What? <laughs> Good job. Perfect. Samaritan, there's no way he's going to stop and help, right? Oh, Hawk, you are. Well, now you got to help him. Yeah, now you got Some ninja, some ninja came in attack. Hey, we've been doing ninja training all morning. That's perfect. The so Samaritan stops, helps him up, puts him on his. Do- oh, I need a donkey. I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> Puts him on his donkey, takes him to the inn. (laughs) Pays the innkeeper, says, give him a room, give him bandages, help him. I'll be back in a week and pay whatever other costs come up. The Samaritan helps. Thank you, guys. Big round of applause for all of our helpers. Good job. Good job, Nora. Go have a seat. We would think in this story, remember this is a make-believe story with a purpose, a parable of Jesus. You would think the priest for sure going to stop. The Levite, the temple assistant, the worker at church for sure going to stop. Nope. The other thing about this story is the road they were on, we just think it's like some random road, right? But people then hearing this make-believe story would have understood that this road they were on was a very dangerous road. This was not a road that someone would just travel down by themselves. So when Jesus starts telling this story, this guy was traveling down this road. They're like, on his own? That's dumb. You wouldn't do that. That's like, that's bad. That's bad. They knew, well, he's going to get beat up. They knew that, well, of course the priest isn't going to stop because he's not supposed to touch people that are unclean and have all of these wounds, and this could be a trap because if he stops to help, and he's going to get jumped. And the same thing with the Levite. Well, yeah, it's probably the right thing to do to stop, but, you know, we get it. And the Samaritan had extra reasons not to help. But who helped? Samaritan, right? Next filling in your blanks is what Jesus said, love your enemies. Samaritans and Jewish people were enemies. I mean, not like the you reply all to mass emails kind of enemies. The I am not allowed to talk to you or I will be in big trouble kind of 
enemies. And who stopped to help? Who loved their neighbor? This whole story starts with someone asks Jesus a question, who's my neighbor? Because we're supposed to love your neighbors. Who's my neighbor? And Jesus tells this story and goes, who's the neighbor? Oh, the Samaritan. Love your enemies. Really, really hard, right? I think this whole idea of love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you are connected because I think the first step in loving our enemies is praying for those people. It's really hard to have a negative viewpoint on someone all day long if like, you start out your day by praying, God, help them have a great day, and then I'm going to go be the reason why they don't have a great day. That eh, doesn't feel right. First step, praying. Pray for those that pray. pray for those that annoy you. Pray for those that irritate you. Pray for those that are your enemies. Second step, remember this 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 series. We're playing in the dirt because why not? Right? We're playing in the dirt. So next step, we're gonna get dirty a little bit. You guys see this plant? I am terrible at planting things and gardening things and keeping plants alive. It's not, it's not a strength of mine. So I had to ask for help on this one because I would have killed this already. We just bought it, I think, this morning. But in order for this plant, from what I'm told, to survive, it needs to come out of this small, this small pot. <laughs> you see how good I am with this stuff? This thing, I don't know what it is. It needs to get out of this small pot and get into a bigger one worth more soil so its roots can grow deep and get all the nutrients and whatever it takes to do that. In order to do that, you got to get your hands dirty a little bit. You got to get in there, get the dirt, put it in the dirt. You got to scoop up some more dirt and put it in there and do all the other things that eventually get your hands dirty. In order to do the right thing for this plant, in order to do the loving thing for this plant, you can see where this is going now, I got to get my hands dirty. Oftentimes, I think it's the same thing with people. In order to do the loving thing, we got to get our hands dirty. We don't want to go help someone. We don't want to go love someone because it's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, you know what? But that person's annoying, and then they're going to want to talk afterwards. Go get your hands dirty. Or maybe it's someone at school that has to sit alone at lunch, doesn't have a whole lot of friends, and God's like, you know, the right thing to do is go sit with them or go invite them to play with you at recess. And you're like, but then what are the other kids going to say? Got to get your hands dirty a little bit. That person at work that's crazy annoying, that other parent that's on your kid's sports teams. I don't know what it is that you're supposed to go and do, but I know Jesus says love your enemy. I know in this story, everyone had a reason to not stop. One person stopped and got their hands dirty, literally and figuratively, I mean, in the story, right? He was all beaten up. He got all bloody helping him. He had to give his money. He had to give his time. I'm sure he was on somewhere in a very important place he had to be. He didn't stay with the guy. He gets him set up and then leaves, right? That tells me in the story, we're supposed to think this guy was busy. He was in a hurry to get somewhere, but he stopped. I love the way this theologian, I got to read this quote, uh, Charles Spurgeon older theologian, he said this, that I never knew a man refuse to help the poor who failed to give at least one admirable excuse. How often do we have an admirable excuse that stops us from getting our hands dirty 
from loving somebody that helps them grow and it helps me grow. You know who got help in this story? The Jewish guy that got beaten up, right? Huck, you got a lot of help. That was good. You know who else probably got help in this story? Samaritan. Because when we stop and when we help and when we show love to people, we grow. We get better. This whole idea we're talking about, taking off the old, our old sinful, selfish self that we wanted to kind of get rid of, because if we don't bury it, it's going to bury us, all that whole idea. We're going to get rid of some stuff in our lives. We all got stuff we need to get rid of. And if we just try to get rid of it, we won't. You got to replace it with something. This hatred our annoyances, our dislike of people. And it's okay to be annoyed by people. It's going to happen, right? The question is, what happens next? Do we stay there? Do we let that start to rot our own brains and our own hearts? Or are we able to turn that into love? There's a whole separate thing of this with boundaries that, you know, if somebody's hurting you, then the loving thing to do is to set a boundary and not go back to them. And that is absolutely a thing. More often than not, I think we use that as our excuse to not get our hands dirty. So this week, kids, middle schoolers, high schoolers, college-age people, as my kids call them, the collegers, adults, how are we going to take off hate and put on love? Guarantee you, there's probably somebody in your mind right now as I've been talking that you're like, oh, that, oh, yeah, oh, that, oh, that, oh, that, oh, yeah, well, that. Yeah, that's probably not your brain. That's probably the Holy Spirit saying, that's someone you need to show some love this week. So the question becomes as we finish how? Start with prayer and then get your hands dirty, get involved. Get over your admirable excuse. Find a way to help someone. Find a way to love someone. Find a way to encourage someone. But we've all got someone. What are you going to do this week to show them love? Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for you. We thank you that you are a God that loves so incredibly much that you ask, that you demand your followers to love our enemies. Not just those that are nice to us and are kind to us and we get along with most of the time. But you want us to pray for the people that are mean to us. You want us to pray for the bullies. You want us to get our hands dirty and get involved in people's lives in order to love them. Ultimately, Jesus, so that we can show them your love. Jesus, we want to admit right now that's really hard and we're going to need your help to do it. So we ask this week, as we all make the commitment right here, right now, that we are going to find a way to love that person that you are bringing to our mind right now, Jesus. We're going to find a way to love that person 
Help us. Because we need it. We love you, Jesus. We pray this all in your amazing, holy, powerful, loving name. Amen.